It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony where we give out the game ball. We salute the one guest this week that really moved the needle, boosted our spirits, heightened our intellect. Maybe they made us laugh. Bill Barr did all of those things. He's a former attorney general, a guy who genuinely loves the country. People throw the term patriot around a little too much. Uh, He is a true patriot, not in the New England football franchise type of way, uh, but in the he cares about the country type of way, so much so that he's willing to call BS on Trump where he sees it. But he also spends a lot of time defending the guy and catches holy hell, of course, for doing so. But the candor of Bill Barr and the genuine concern he has for the state of this country is why I always love having him on the show. I know half the audience gets pissed off, but you also get a take that doesn't really exist anywhere else in media. This is a guy who worked with Donald Trump up close in the Oval Office and tries to get in the way of Trump's worst instincts, as far too many of Trump's uh, advisors fail to do. So for that reason alone, the fearlessness of Bill Barr, the I don't give an F-ness-ness of Bill Barr is why I love having him on. And for that reason, he now accepts the Fox Across America game ball. Is Great it true you here. and Christine are together for 15 years? 50. 50. 5-0. That's the number. Yeah. I got to tell you, this. this is a high praise to your wife. And I would when it, I met her, when I, I was going to say, when I met her at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, mm-hmm. uh, the 50 looks good on you. Like there's life in your <laughs> face. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. We all have friends that are married two years. You don't need to know anything about the relationship to know how it's going based on the energy in the face. Uh-huh. And we've all seen that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you all have a friend at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when they open the Ark of the Covenant and the faces just start losing life and melting. That's right. We all have that guy. And if you don't have one of those in your life, ladies and gentlemen, you're the guy, just so you know. So be honest with yourself. Well, 50 years. Yeah, you got us by a ways. Jenny and I had, we had, and I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to be funny. We had this thing in Vegas going two and a half years, and we both took the under. (laughs) We've had a good run, but but I want to throw this at you, and I want to ask if you've had this experience as I've had, okay? You marry a woman. It very much starts off as, I I love this woman, and is this the person I want to have kids with? But then you have the kids, in my case, and it becomes, is this the kind of person that would kill me in my sleep? (laughs) (laughs) did you ever go down that rabbit hole emotionally no no i haven't (laughs) well you know congratulations you took out the right amount of life insurance yeah you see what i did wrong because i you know when i married jenny was a cab driver and you know you need to provide for these people which i would be more apt at doing dead than alive at the time i was a cab driver (laughs) so i made the mistake of like buying too much life insurance and telling her yeah you which is you're not supposed to do okay i did that did you though oh yeah i would tell them that i was worth more dead than alive. <laughs> no, and I not. saw, I, there was a little temptation there, but. <laughs> no, but you're not supposed to tell him that. I once got a <laughs> splinter on the Jones Beach boardwalk and Jenny was like, yeah, pull the plug. He wouldn't want to go on like this. But Jenny, what do you mean I'm fine? Oh, well, great stuff. So you get it. You speak. Yeah. Well, the last time we talked, we were at the, we were at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, by right. the way. And I, I, I got your message about wanting to borrow my pink jacket. Yeah. I'm sorry it's getting dry clean still. <laughs> it's a lot of, but it's coming your way. Uh, but, of course, D.C. is a hot topic right now because, obviously, there's the Trump side of this, which we can get to. But the Biden side, I don't think, is getting the attention that it should. And I know you have a 2024 theory. Uh, I, I kind of have a similar one, but let's start here. Do you think that Biden is going to be the nominee? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think Biden's going to be the nominee. I think the Republicans are are walking into machine guns right now. Um, uh, 
you know, there, there are a host of reasons. One, uh, you know, actuarially, there's a good chance it'll be maybe a 25% chance it'll be dead That's at the crazy. time of the election. And then you have, you know, the very high possibility that uh, he'll be obviously non-compassmentous, even more so than he is now. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the fact he's one of the most unpopular sitting presidents we've had. He mm-hmm. has a vice president that is scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and will repel a lot of Americans. And this scandal is picking up a lot of steam and should pick up a lot of steam. So you're sitting there as the Democrats, I think, and you could be heading into a bad economic year. Yeah, I think the hook's going to come out, but I, I think they're going to let them run through the primaries mm-hmm. so they don't have a contested primary, mm-hmm. wait till the convention, and cold cock the Republicans over the summer with – a very compelling ticket, mm-hmm. which will come just psychologically at the point where everyone is upset that it, you know, could be upset that uh-huh. it's Trump versus Biden again, and then boom, they come out with a fresh ticket, maybe mm-hmm. a woman at the head of it, mm-hmm. and so forth, and, uh, and wow. it's bad. So you're telling because you're telling me at that point, if the Republicans have taken the bait and nominated Trump, yeah. they wind up in a situation where they thought they were running against a guy with a lot of baggage, right? And now you wind up with a fresh-faced 50-year-old. Right. Wow. And potentially a woman of color, so that could be Elizabeth Warren. There <laughs> <laughs> it is. Right. Good night, everybody. Yeah. I got a million of them. I right. kid. Right. I kid. Uh, former Attorney General Bill Barr is in studio. We're having a grown-up talk about all things 2024. That, to me, uh, is where I think, and, and no one's conversing honestly about this, okay, but the only potential for a Biden second term would involve Donald Trump being on the ticket. There's no, would you look at the rest of the Republican field and, and feel like, uh, 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 I believe I, Biden's in his late hundreds, I don't know the exact age, but I don't know that he would beat anybody if there was a clean slate going up against him. Biden, no. And I, I, I think the only person Biden can beat is Trump, and that's one of the reasons I'm opposed to Trump getting the nomination. You know, I'm not opposed to him because I want someone more moderate, <laughs> you know, policy, yeah. or, or not a fighter, yeah, or yeah. anything like that. I'm opposed to Trump because right now is the opportunity to beat the hell out of the uh, progressive wing of the Democratic Party, uh-huh. and Trump is not going to do it. I Listen, I agree with so much of your analysis, but I've still got to applaud your courage because in Trump, we're talking about a guy who has been so supportive of you. Yeah. And the idea that you could be, you know, punting on that overwhelm. I mean, it was just <laughs> yesterday on Truth Social. He was calling you the worst man who ever lived. I mean, what are you going to do without the positive reinforcement is my question here. Right. I kid, but I, I think you make such a really good point there is that what we're losing in this moment, and this is my frustration as a guy who tours the country, is we have taken such an appreciable decline in the quality of life in this country under Biden. Mm-hmm. And it's not being talked about on any level because so much of the sensationalism of politics are taking center stage. Right. Is that the Trump liability for the country? Is that what you see it as? One, he sucks up a lot of the attention and makes the issue and deliberately makes all issues about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of it is uh, his his pandering uh-huh. to his base by just constantly trying to play on their anger, pick at the scabs and so forth. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. because when people sit back and sort of luxuriate in their anger, they'd rather feel angry yeah, yeah. than do anything. And I think a lot of the support for Trump is flipping the bird uh, is saying, you know, at the establishment or whatever yeah, they yeah. think they're flipping the bird as, yeah. you know. Man, you you know, I'm mad, and I'm going to, you know, yeah, hell, uh, I'm going <laughs> to send. But 
and and I think that's selling the country down the river. I think that's uh, because anger isn't a strategy. We have to sit back and see what's happening to our country and say, how do we get out of this? Yeah. How do we move the ball? And Ronald Reagan did that under similar circumstances in 1980 when he unified the party, won 44 states and then 49 states, and liberal was a dirty word for 20 years. Imagine that. Okay? And what's the only thing standing between us and doing that again, because most of the country's fed up with mm-hmm. the progressives, yep. is Donald Trump. He is a life support system for the prog- radical progressives. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill Barr is on the line if you're wondering why Trump just dropped a truth social bomb uh, the second, <laughs> second after this. It's probably coming up any minute now. If we, if we had more enough time with you, we could stay on the, lay, the uh, line long enough to actually see the truth social post get posted. Uh, but no, I appreciate the candor because the one thing uh, I feel like uh, a lot of media is failing the public on right now mm-hmm. is we fight a lot of the wrong battles in cable news. Meaning one of the things that got Trump elected in 2016 is the media was focusing on the temperament of his Twitter account and not the real-life consequences for Americans in that moment. And he had a plan or at least was talking about jobs and things like that, and that resonated with people. And I think in a moment right now there are so many issues that resonate with people uh, that aren't being addressed because we're talking about trials and indictments and 91 counts. So let me ask you about that. Okay, 91 counts. Um, I would imagine, okay, and I've been watching the Yankees all summer. They don't have high batting averages, but I would imagine there's a prosecutor out there that can go at least one for 91. Do you think there's a real possibility he gets convicted of something? Oh, yeah. You think so? Yeah, sure. Uh, Now, look, some of the cases, especially the ones from the states, in my opinion, well, the one from New York is a a political hit job, and it's a joke. I think the Georgia one is much too broad and mm-hmm. sweeping. I think people you know, have a point if they think it's politically motivated. But mm-hmm. I think the federal cases are very serious cases. And actually, the Georgia case is serious in the sense that it's going to be hard to dodge. Yeah. So I do think there's a chance he'll be convicted, which doesn't necessarily yeah. mean he'll go to jail at the end of the day. I mean, everyone's sort of, oh, 100 years in jail. <laughs> no, no. I, you know, I don't think we're going to put a former president. I hope we don't put a former president in jail, but he yeah. could experience very heavy fines. Wow. Could you imagine that? Uh, Bill Barr in studio. We're having a grown-up talk about all things 2024. Where do they draw the legal distinction between what he did in Georgia and, say, like a Stacey Abrams? Because she, you know, ran around and said it was stolen forever. Is it because he took a physical action beyond speech? Yeah, so this is where I think the federal case Uh actually honed in very narrowly on the nub of the argument of Uh the issue, Uh whereas this other case... Is, you know, I've thrown everything but the kitchen sink, yeah. including a lot of perfectly legitimate, you know, political pushback on mm-hmm. when you feel that you've lo- been yeah. that elections been stolen. And the basic problem, uh, as the federal case outlines, other than knowingly telling lies in order to, as part of a, a, a plan, not by themselves, but mm-hmm. by a plan. But the key was putting in imposter, a panel of imposter uh, electors, mm-hmm. but doing it so that they would provide a pretext uh-huh. for Pence, who mm-hmm. they were working on to do this. Yeah. Pence would then use that as a pretext to reject counting the legitimate certified votes. So it's a combination uh-huh. of, of you know putting yeah. up that panel as a pretext and then trying to get Pence to do it. That's a plan. Uh-huh. That, in my opinion, does cross the line. Now, yeah. should we be pursuing it as a criminal matter? You know, is mm-hmm. it worth? Is the uh, juice worth the, the squeeze? squeeze yeah. yeah, fascinating stuff, man. Um, now, listen, I, I I don't know anyone who's been a bigger cheerleader for Rudy Giuliani than you. 
Um, in this moment, I know he's in some legal trouble himself, and he apparently was asking Trump to pay his bills. Are are the bars? Have you talked to Christine about starting a GoFundMe for Rudy? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not. But I do feel. I, I, I feel bad for Rudy. You I know? know. I mean, he was a great mayor, and he yeah. saved this city. He did. Uh, but I also think he acted very irresponsibly and, mm-hmm. and uh, was an enabler and, and a cheerleader for a lot of bad stuff at the end. It's so tough because when you talk about the country, okay, if you you know people who genuinely care, and I know you do, and so I love talking to him. Um, you know, most of the things wrecking this country. We are fortunate enough to not be plagued by on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But the average rank-and-file American is taking a beating right now. And it's really not going to get addressed in 2024 unless we have a head-on election. You know, know, we need to engage in the arena of ideas. I don't Mm -hmm. know that we're going to get there. Because if if we voted in the primaries tomorrow, Trump's winning everything. But I think he gets into the general and is going to have a little bit more of a liability than people think. And that's where this becomes a lot more challenging. Now, I want to revisit really quickly your Biden theory, and then we'll let you get on your way. Uh, Biden steps aside. Late in the process, you would say, somebody younger with a little bit less baggage. Um, I guess by then, do you think the plan is to let Trump clinch a nomination himself? Like, meaning that the, the yeah, Democrats, so be, yeah. I, one of the funniest things right now, are, you know, are coming from the, you know, the diehard Trump supporters is that the, this is all a plot to knock Trump out. Yeah, yeah. That's BS. They okay? want him in there. Of, of course they want him in there. And uh-huh. you can tell, that, and so the state actions in particular, I think, are part of essentially taunting, mm-hmm. playing, you know, getting under the skin of his... Uh-huh. Supporters, because they know they're going to react by locking in greater and greater support for Trump. So I think they are essentially trying to uh, get Trump to be the candidate. It's That's like what's a, happening. Muhammad Ali famously deployed. It was called a rope a dope against yeah. George Foreman, where right. he sat back and baited right. him into the corner. Right. Are we being baited into the corner here as a party? Yeah. Trump's followers are becoming like Trump. I said to Trump when I was in office, I said, you're like a bull. Uh-huh. And the other side knows how to get under your skin. And they wave the red flag over here and you charge. You raise the red flag over here, you charge. And uh-huh. pretty soon you're going to be sweating in the <laughs> middle of the ring and they're going to put a sword through your head. Oh, man. And I think a lot of his base, unfortunately, is adopting the same state of mind. The which bull mentality. They're allowing the left to manipulate him. You might as well put a big ring through their nose and lead them uh, because which, that's what's happening. And, and it's odd and unfortunate because the big through the nose, the big ring through the nose, is usually what the liberals are wearing these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like down is up, up is down. Right. This is unbelievable. Next thing right. you know, we'll have blue hair. What's happening here? Right. That's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball ceremony presentation thingy, as we call it. Can you tell what a long week on TV? We'll be back in action on Monday, getting ready for the debate. And uh, we will, of course, be hosting Fox News Saturday night, next Saturday night. So set them DVRs, girlfriend, and have the best weekend allowable by law. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.